Think with my mind, use my mouth, use my heart, use my intellect, use what I have to, to minister to your people. Lord, your people need a word, and so, Lord, give them a word. Lord, speak to their current situation. Speak to their future situation. Speak to their past situation. Divinely interject all of the things that they need to close out the year strong. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For the time that is ours to share together, I want to preach using as a subject, when they see us. When they see us. Do me a favor, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. When, they when they see us. See us. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a documentary that was released on Netflix about, uh, about three or four months ago entitled, When They See Us. You might have saw it. It was about a few African-American men running to a concert through Central Park. At the time they were running through that park, there was a rape that happened of a young white girl uh, who was raped by a white man. The district attorney uh, saw or understood that there were five black men running and walking around uh, this park, and she automatically began to question all of the people that were there. What's ironic about this is that these young teenage boys had never had a sexual encounter before. What's ironic is that they had never, they don't, they didn't even understand the concept of, of rape. In the interviews, they were being interviewed and coached into what to say and what to do and how to respond so that they would appear to be guilty. The reason why that is is because they were, uh, they were uh, looked at because of how they were seen. They were young African-American boys rolling through Central Park, and the district attorney wanted to win a case for her next level in government, and she found somebody to pin this case on. She found these young black brothers who were smart and ready for the world to pin this case on, and they found themselves in jail. You know, it happens too often when we walk up and down the street, some people clench their purses when a young African-American males walk by. Some people look down and have these things to say. There's news articles and comments that are in the comments from people who don't like the African-Americans that live close to them. You know how it is when they see us. The same tension that lives with these young men is the same tension that lives with the lepers. Look at the text. The text says that there were these men, there were 10 leprous men. Leprosy is a skin condition. Leprosy is where broils and sores uh, come up on the body. Leprosy is, is contagious to, to people who uh, come in contact with others that have leprosy. And so when people in that day were seen with leprosy, uh, people walked by them. They didn't have anything to say to them because they wanted to keep their distance because they did not want to be infected by their skin disease. And so this is the same tension that lies in the text and the text says there were 10 leprous men as they were headed uh, from Jerusalem to Samaria or Jerusalem to Jericho. It's interesting where they were headed uh, from because in this particular uh, time Jerusalem and, and Jericho uh, and Jerusalem and Samaria excuse me uh, had uh, tension. 
attention dates back uh, to the Old Testament where they had a big falling out and so the Samaritans uh, who were Jews went about their way and began to worship their gods and do their things and while the Jerusalem stayed with the Hebrew and they stayed in their lane they had tension religious tension uh, because of uh, what had happened back in the day but these lepers that were Gentiles and Samaritans that were Hebrews all of these lepers were joined together in this city uh, because they had the same issue that, that oftentimes it's okay to be together when you have the same issue because I don't have to worry about the color of your skin or the content of your character because we have the same issue. We, we got to look at the text a little deeper. These Samaritan men, these lepers, excuse me, had uh, leprosy. They were skin. Their skin was messed up. They were oozing out. They had holes in their skin. They had all of this stuff going on with them. And as uh, they were dealing with their skin condition, the text says that Jesus eased on by. They, they cried out in the choir, Son of David, have mercy on me. Somebody took the high part. Somebody took the low part. Somebody took the mid part. Son of David, have mercy on me. You got to hear it. They were loud. Son of David, you got to have mercy on me. Son of David, I, I stand in need of something. Son of David, have mercy on me. All ten of them are crying out because they have the same issue. They have the same skin condition. They have the same problem and so they said we need Jesus to stop by here and touch us maybe they heard uh, what what happened to blind Bartimaeus when he said son of David have mercy on me blind Bartimaeus got his sight son of David have mercy on me maybe they they heard about what happened to the woman with the issue of blood so they yelled out son of David have mercy on me on us Notice that they did not say, have mercy on me. Uh, because they realized that there were other people that had the issue that they had. And so this was a collective uh, shout. Son of David, you got to have mercy on us because we stand in need of you. Uh, look, look at the text there. They're here. Uh, and Jesus says this to them. It blew my mind. He says, go show yourself to the priests. All right. Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. Now, now this was the divine declaration uh, because uh, in order for you to go show yourself to the priest w- means that you had to have a clean bill of health. I, I'm not sure when uh, Jesus did it. Maybe he did it at the goal, show yourself to the priest. Maybe he did it at the goal, to show yourself to the I'm not sure where he did, but somehow between the goal and the priest, he healed them of the skin condition that they were dealing with. He healed them of the emotional trauma that they experienced. They, he healed them of all the pain that they had. And I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but I dare you to go show yourself to the priest that Whatever you stand in need of, Jesus can handle your problem. He can handle your issue. He can handle your dilemma. He can handle your cancer. He can handle diabetes. Go show yourself to the priest. Says, all right, 
And so they got up from where they were and went to show themselves to the priest. Now, now I, I thought you would have got it by now, but I got to go back and give it to you again. Oh, when Jesus uh, told them to go show themselves to the priests, uh, uh, he healed them of years of emotional trauma. He healed them of years of psychological damage. This wasn't the first time that people, a person dressed in priestly garments walked past them. Uh, uh, sometime the, the Levitical priest walked past and they said, Son of David, have mercy on me. Walk past him. Son of David, have mercy on me. Skip by him. So they were used to being looked over. God, they, they were used to being looked at and looked over and played and, and, and dealt with. But this guy, this Jesus, was different. He healed them before they even got to the priest. That's a word for somebody that before you ever get to the doctor, Jesus will heal you before you get there. <laughs> says, all right, go show yourself to the priest. So, so they, go, they go show themselves to the priest. They head there, but one of them comes back. He, he, he looks at his hand as he's walking to the priest. Huh? And he sees those skin boils falling off. He, he, he looks at his arms and he sees healing taking place. He said, I, I don't know what, what happened, but, but somehow or another, I, I already got healed before I went to the priest. So I just came back to tell you thank you. I just came back to tell you thank you for healing me. I came back to tell you thank you for delivering me. Jesus looked and started looking at me and said, yeah, you, you do look a little different. But what's interesting is that the man that Jesus healed him from a distance, but he came up closer to see Jesus. That his posture and his position changed. That, that Jesus healed him at a distance, but now he's up close. When he came back, he saw he was healed. He came back shouting and praising God. But now he was in the face of Jesus. Amen. At first, he was in a distance. Yeah. All right, you gonna, he had leprosy. Yeah. So Jesus never went over there and asked him any questions. He just said, go show yourself to the priest. So, so he healed him uh, while he was walking and while they were over there. So when the man ran back, he came back into position where Jesus was. Well, what I'm trying to tell you is that lepers was not supposed to have connection or close contact to other people because they can contaminate other people with their issues. But when, they, when he came back, his posture and his position was changed because Jesus had already healed him before he ever had to show himself to the priest. So he came back and gave God glory, praise, and honor because he understood that Jesus had healed him and he didn't even have to show himself to the priest in the first place because Jesus is the priest, prophet, and king. That's all right. He said, so he began to give God glory and adoration. So he came back to tell God, thank you. Now, now I can't let you out of here before uh, this year ends without allowing you to give God glory because you had some moments like this. Yes, 
that before you ever got to the doctor, he healed your body. Before the tractor trailer got over in your lane, he pushed, pushed you past. Before you got that bad phone call, he sent some angels to dispatch and to work out something. I wish I had just a few people here that should just give God thank you because he kept you. Give God a thank you because he never left you. Give God thank you because he's is there anybody here that said before the year is, I got to give God praise. Before the year is, I got to give God glory. Before the year is, I got to tell him thank you. Where my thankful folks at? I dare you to stand on your feet, throw your head back and tell God thank you. Thank you. Thank you for healing my body. Thank you for keeping my mama. Thank you for keeping my children. Thank you for keeping my wife. Thank you for healing my Thank you. Thank you. I got to tell him that I'm going to let you do it. Tell him. I can't tell him. Don't do it because I'm telling But I dare you to slip into a place of worship. Open up your mouth and tell the Lord thank you. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to tell him thank you, 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 thank you. Don't sit down, yeah. You, you and don't sit down, yeah. You, you gotta tell him thank you, because the truth still says that tragedies are commonplace. So, so many diseases and issues and people are slipping away, but you're still here in your right mind. You're still here, able to lift your hands. You ought to tell God thank you, because your neighbor didn't make it. You ought to tell God thank you, because you know somebody didn't make. It. Give God glory. And tell him thank you. He goes back and tells God, thank you. He he doesn't go to the priest. He goes back and tells God, thank you. She said, didn't I heal uh, 10 men? He said, yeah, you, you, you healed 10 men. You're the only one that came back to tell me thank you? This, this man who came back to tell him thank you was a Samaritan. You, you, the, the woman at the well, she was a Samaritan. She said, uh, Jews and Samaritans. I'm supposed to be in relationship with one. I can't give you no drink. He said, he said let me give you a drink of this living water because they had tension. But the Samaritan, not the Hebrew, came back and told him, thank you. The person, let me give it to you like this. Not the, the sanctified, I'm blessed and highly favored person. That person ain't come back and say thank you. But the crackhead, the drug addict, the prostitute, the the weed head, the the heroin addict came back and told the Lord, thank you. The unlikely, the least and the left out came and told God, thank you. The the one who Jesus said, listen, I'm going to come uh, uh, later for y'all, but I'm coming for the Hebrews. He came back and told God, thank you. 
The tragedy of the text is the tragedy that we have on Sunday morning. Is that we come in on Sunday morning blessed and highly favored and we sit there with our pretty little clothes on and, 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 we, and we put our offering in and think we did something, but we never opened up our mouths to tell God thank you. This man had leprosy. They had no cure for leprosy. Wasn't no, no therapy. Wasn't no, no shot, no injection, no chemo, no none, no radiation. Wasn't nothing for, for leprosy. Only God could heal this man of leprosy. So his thought was this. Then God deserves my best praise. All right? I don't know what God healed you from this year. <laughs> I don't know what he kept you from this year. Matter of fact, I don't know what he kept you from last year or the year before that. But there's some stuff that God's done for you that you ain't told him thank you for yet. Some of y'all ain't even telling him thank you for waking me up this morning. So, so before we enter into the new year, before you cross over into a new year, we, we still got three days. That's still up in the air if you're going to make it or not. That's still up in the air. That's still up in the air. That's still up, that's still up in the air. But, but, but you ought to tell God thank you today because tomorrow you might not make it. But tell him thank you for how he's kept you over these last 51 weeks. Of the year. Huh. He, he could have took you out. But he didn't. He could have took. He could have took somebody that you loved out. But he didn't. Maybe he took somebody out that you did love. Huh. Maybe he took a loved one away from. Can I tell you something? You still owe him. A thank you. You still only Thanksgiving that, that, that he gave you life, health, and strength. Thank you. <laughs> he gave you peace of mind. Thank you. He gave you joy in the morning. Thank you. He gave you understanding. Thank you. He brought you over that bridge with, with that when they had troubled water all around. Thank you. When the bills were mounting up, somehow you got paid off. No, thank you. I don't want you to be like little kids. You know, when, when somebody gives you something, what are you supposed to say? Thank you. Right? That's, that's what you're supposed to say. Right? But I want you to say it out of relationship. Here you go. Here go you. Lord, I thank you. <laughs> I want you to have meaning about it. I want your thank you to be connected to worship. <laughs> because when you, when you start thanking him and thanking him and thanking sooner or later you will slip into worship. <laughs> and you'll just start thanking him not for what he's done, but for who he is. <laughs> See, that's how you know when you mature as a Christian. Because you, you get past all the stuff. 
And you thank him for being sovereign. You thank him for being omnipotent. You thank him for being omniscient. You thank him for being gracious and merciful. You start thanking him for his attributes and his character. Your, your thank you shifts from materialistic things to the character things about God. So I'm going to give you 10 more seconds. Give you 10 more seconds. That's all I got. To shift your thank you. And to thank God for who he is. Not, not that he's been good. That's, that's cool. But for who he is. He's loving. Thank you. He's merciful. Thank you. He's kind. Thank you. He's omniscient. Thank you. Which means he shows up in places and bumps into himself on the way out. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, thank you. Let's enter to that place. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for being mighty. Thank you, Lord, for being strong. Thank you, Lord, for being holy. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. You're the King of Kings. You're the Lord of Lords. You're the Great. <laughs> You're Jehovah Jireh. Thank you. You're Jehovah Jireh. You're Jehovah Shalom. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, tell him, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you. Thank you. Because the more you begin to think, the more you should start to thank. And you can look back and see how Jehovah Jireh provided for you. You can look back and see how, how he's been your Prince of Peace. You can look back and see how he's been your joy. That your thinking and your thinking should be simultaneously connected. It shouldn't take nobody to push you into thinking. You should be willing participants to thank God. Are there any thankful folk here today? Come on, clap those hands. And tell the Lord, thank you. Maybe you're here today. <laughs> it's the last Sunday of the year. You've been coming all, all year long. You've been coming to church, but you have not joined Christ. See, that's the difference, you know. Uh, uh, people are so eager to join church that they never join Christ. See, see, when, when you join Christ, you, you get into a relationship. When you join church, you get into organization. So, so you say, oh, I, I'm a member of this church. But you're not a member of the church. That's the difference. That, that, that the reality is you can be a member of New Mission and still go to hell. Because you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior so I want you to close out the year I don't want you to close out the year not saved right so you can come join Christ maybe, maybe you joined Christ already maybe you got that squared away and you want to join this church they got a great pastor great deacons, great ministerial staff great music it's, a, it's the church to be if I had my own church, I'd probably be here too. Matter of fact, I got dual membership here. Y'all know that. <laughs> right? I got dual membership. So 
So I do go here for real. And so maybe you want to be a part of us. You come on. You can do that too. Right? Stand to your feet.